This was recorded on March 6. The plan was to get it out before Satar's birthday on March 16, but, as you may recall, March was a whole thing. Then every other month after it was also a whole thing. In any case, it is currently September 4, and the tracks have finally all been imported into a file to be edited. We appreciate your kindness in, as a Burger King email would say, these unprecedented times. Alright. Alright okay fine yes good. Let's get this show back on the road. Android to your torpedo and packs on managed to find some earbuds. Welcome to the Wonder Years. So all your animals rereading and ventral rewatching me. No. I'm Sarah and I'm shooting girl. Oh well, I guess it's just you and me, Seda. <laughs> I'm Blair. Oh, no. Well, I'm Seda, one half of this podcast. How, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's a it's a Friday night. We got the. I, I've got. I, hold on, hold on. I my finger. I don't have any fingernails, so I'm having a hard time getting to this pop top. Hold up. Grip it and rip it. There we go. <laughs> Drinking a strawberry, baby. Oh no, <laughs> Sarah. I'm, I'm I, drinking a lot of water, also. Sarah, when I say this, I mean it so genuinely and sweetly. Um, you are better than a strawberry. <laughs> no, I, I have, I have like other actual alcohol. Like this, I have like good beer in my fridge. I also just kind of wanted a strawberry, also. <laughs> I guess I understand that. I did. Um, in treat like Corona sometimes, like sometimes, recently. <laughs> sometimes you buy like a six pack of a really strong IPA and you're like, I do want to drink this, but I also just kind of want something sweet to counteract it. And thus, the, the, <laughs> and too, thus, it's too far left. It's too far to the left. I, I was at a bar the other day and I was just sort of spacing out, staring into the beer fridge. And I did see that Side Launch has recently put out a Margarita Gosa. Um, oh, no. And I, I did what very. I did, did say, say to, to the bartender, um, "I know I'm gonna hate it, but I am gonna try it." And she said, "You might like it." And I said, "I'm not gonna like it, but I am gonna try it. Not and, today because I'm sick, but someday." And I know I'm not gonna like it, but I do have to try it. She said, "Some people like it." And I said, "I won't, but I am gonna try it." <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, trust me, you're going to make a sale here, but it's just not going to be one that either of us are very happy yeah. about. You, yeah. you don't have to convince me of this one. I'm going to do it. Yeah. That's it's tremendous. Apparently, it's, it's, it's like a lime sour that's a little bit salty. Oh, those are, um, yeah. So Dogfish Head has one like that, too. Um, yeah. And there's a local place called Indeed around Minnesota that put out like a salted lime sour. Not lime, yeah. salted um, plum sour, which was deeply strange. It was deeply <laughs> strange. I mean, when I was drinking it, I was like, this is fine as a thing that's not a beer, but it's a beer, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I do feel like maybe, I, I, I'm just worried that if I wait until it's warm enough to drink it on a patio, they'll all be gone because it's still the middle of winter here. Yes. Um, so, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I have been very sick, so I haven't been drinking a lot and uh this is a very uh shoved segue because i found this um today i opened my evernote 
to take notes for Animorphs, the Animorphs book we read today for this Animorphs podcast. Yes. And I did see that I recorded something that I didn't remember doing. Really excited um, to hear what this is. is yeah, this the, yeah. Is this this the... is, so I've, I've dropped an MP3 into the chat for the two of you. This you was me uh, in a fever trying to get to a nap after I'd been sent home from work early. It's me trying to make up a pun um, around the word official, but I was too sick and weak to write it down, so I recorded it. And if you just want to listen to it uh, real quick and tell me how I did, I will drop it into the uh, podcast itself, of course, so everyone can judge. Um, <coughs> uh, professional, big, stupid, aquatic, wall of a sh- wall. <laughs> Um, is an oaf fish hole. <laughs> so, thanks. No, maybe a hall, like a, um, instead of a wall, like a, however you describe a, ha- a hall. <laughs> you did such a good job. Theta. Thank you. Do you think that I'll uh, ever be popular on weird Twitter? My puns. You don't talk. You, you don't post about cum enough, so I don't think so. Oh, true. I'm not horny enough for the actual online. <laughs> That's yeah. so true. I, I don't know. If, I, I don't know if the actual. I don't know how how horny weird Twitter is. I think they just like to say cum a lot, but that might just be them saying the uh, them that them just like you know. Wearing the, I'm trying to think of the word. For, I'm trying to think of the word to describe what I mean, but I don't know what the fuck it is. It's it's like, like pretending, pretending to be into something you're actually into as a joke. Yeah, right. Like it's this. It's the same way if you see someone posting about feet too much. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 That's honestly that's one of the reasons I really I'm literally go, I'm getting I'm, I wish you could see my physical stance changing as I'm talking about this. The fact that. That sucking toes has become such a common punchline is not funny to me Uh and really sucks and is bad because I think it's opening the door for people who are actually in defeat, who are the people I would kill with my own hands, um, a way to joke about their perversions in public. And I hate it. I think it's bad. I think it's bad, bad. actually. And I don't like it. Um, At least where I'm interacting with the internet, it is not as in vogue as it used to be. Yeah, that was a really bad time for me. Yeah. Oh, I have to imagine. Um, <laughs> for me, who has the normal amount of distaste for such a thing, it was pretty bad for me. So I yeah. can only imagine. Um, uh, speaking of distasteful. <laughs> yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Yes. <laughs> so this was, uh, just going to test the waters here, the worst Animorphs book? So, yeah. Um... I mean, I uh, like... I, it had some things that I liked about it, but generally speaking, like on a point scale, in the negative. The thing, the thing about this book is, if you cut out the entire Civil War story and just turn in like a half as long Animorphs book, I would be completely down with this book. Like there, the I, I don't think that I, I don't think at least me personally, I don't have too many reservations with this book aside from like the the huge big glaring asterisk that is the Civil War plotline. Yeah, for me, I just also didn't like the other parts. So it didn't have anything for me um, and was bad to me. 
Right. That's very fun. I I, I spent a little while genuinely staring at my bookshelf, uh, thinking very seriously about coming into this episode with like a book of poems that I own. (laughs) And just instead of saying anything about the episode, just every time there was a silence starting to read a poem. Right. And seeing how long y'all would let me get away with that. Because I just I just don't have anything. I think I might have two things to say about this book. Right. Um. And that's uh, about for, it. for reference, for reference, we would for reference, we would have let you get we would have let you get away with that for the entire episode. I was just yeah. gonna say that. Yeah, I was I gonna think say so. <laughs> much longer than you probably would have let either of us get away with that. Yeah, fair. like outro music. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just so this book is called The Resistance, which did make me laugh because I am online enough that that's funny to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The tagline on the front cover is, what would you do if you lost your mind to a yerk? <laughs> Again, nothing to do with the book itself. I mean... No. <laughs> not really. I mean, the yerks are in it. Right. Um, but um, nobody becomes a controller in this book. Uh, yeah. Uh, that being a threat is only, like, mentioned as much as it usually is, you know? Yeah. Um, and then it on the cover, it does have... Uh, Jake turning into a beaver, which is um, now this does this does please me. Right, I yes. will say this this does bring I, joy. Actually, I, I I do really love like the the jeans tail that you see on the second body on the second one. Yes, um, and yeah. the, thir- the third one the third one kind of looks like a Fernando Botero painting of like For a sure. of like a sickly young boy. For sure, fully. Um, no, it's very good. It it it's, it it conjures a, a more fun book than this one ended up being. You know? Yeah. yeah. You put a beaver on the cover, I'm, like, expecting so Like, I, I feel like a beaver is not a cover you save for the last ten. <laughs> um, I, beavers are a good, have a good energy to them, so I just kind of held on to that as long as I possibly could. Um, is there a movie where, maybe it's a camp movie, where they just keep cutting to beavers building a dam? Does this um, ring a bell so to either of you? Not, this sounds so fucking familiar. It doesn't. I have to say I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I can't remember if it's a serious camp movie or if it's like a wet, hot American summer. I don't think it is because I think it's a serious plot point that they just keep cutting to like beavers building a dam and then it's like, oh no, it got flooded. I see. <laughs> I feel like I know you're this. Really I feel like I know this. <laughs> um, this also does feel... I'm just going to go full conspiracy theory um, against myself specifically that they did this on purpose. They were like, hey, beaver, that's the Canada animal. Let's put it on top of the book that's all about a fucking U.S.-American war that's going to make Seda want to die. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Oh, my God. Can I, can I, can I uh, share DMs? Can I share uh, DMs from our, from our, uh, our group chat uh, yeah. that received like an hour and a half ago? Uh, so, uh, uh, from, from Seda Shanks, the Kale Gay Cat, y'all, I don't know if I can do this book. I'm literally just, God, so bored. It's taking me like seven minutes to read each page of the second chapter. This is a nightmare for me. Real war and it's an American war. This is the worst combination of things. <laughs> Truly. I mean, I was like, I, when I was, look, I like, when it like had a new header for the new narrator, I'm like, 
you can't be serious with me. You can't do this to me. Oh my god, you should see my notes explode when we switched back from Isaiah's point of view to Jake's. It, I'm literally like, thank fuck. I thought this whole book was just going to be Isaiah. So Holy shit, I was so scared. If this entire book had just been Isaiah, I would have just been like, not that. We would have just given this one a pass. Yeah, no thanks. So, okay, the basic overview of this book, in quote-unquote modern day, um, they've... The free hork have realized that their uh, valley is going to be under attack, and they decide against Jake's um, advice to stay and defend it against uh, the artist formerly known as Visser Three and his army. Mm-hmm. Um, they set up a bunch of battle defenses. They fight. Um, they ultimately sort of win because they morph beavers and flood the place to knock all the armies out. But ultimately, a bunch of them die and they have to retreat anyway. So it's like, okay. You're right. And then meanwhile, back in, what is it, the 1840s? Yeah, something like um, that. There is a group of soldiers uh, who are like Union soldiers who um, are joined by a bunch of formerly enslaved men who want to fight with them, and all of the white soldiers and townspeople are like, no, we'd never fight with a black man. And then they do, and then the narrator dies. Yeah. Yep. Um. <laughs> Basically. It's, 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 it's like, just the, the premise itself is, like, not good, but the way it's executed is, just, like, like, the... You can't, you can't have a character say Massa. You just can't. No. You can't do that. Oh well, my god. It's, the, the thing about it that's really difficult is that they really are trying to make these narrative parallels between, like, actual real-life people who were enslaved and uh, these aliens who are being uh, turned into, like, that being used as parasite hosts. Yeah. Um, in a way that's like, no. <laughs> and, and or a group of Trekkies who join forces with the Animorphs. Yeah. Like it, it feels, it feels like it doesn't really hard commit to comparing the, the, the freed slaves to either the hork or the, the Trekkies. Yeah. They're sort of and... just like, it's, it's, it's not quite committing, which is good in a way, but it is putting the two stories next to each other and going, eh, Uh? Mm. (laughs) it's like you're not better no (laughs) and i was like so i like was kind of hoping the entire civil war story that is like is something sci-fi gonna happen here right i was like oh the elemist is gonna pop up and like uh like jake's grandpa is gonna be like and then i saw a weird little man and the tides <laughs> turned on our town but i died of the consumption anyway or whatever right. um but no <sighs> no he's just a guy he's just yeah. truly just it is truly just a little short story like a little um historical war fiction short story that i feel um So it was, like, trying to, like, amplify a sort of moral, right? Yeah. But it... It it, it feels like, like, it's it's so easy to be on the right side of history 140 years later. But but the thing is, it's like, whatever moral it was trying to amplify, or theme for the book, I'll be as generous to call it a theme, uh, didn't need that sort of backing up. It was plenty clear on its own. 
and might ended I up, also sorry go ahead well it just kind of ended up reading a bit like a like an essay you had to write for like history class <laughs> <laughs> yeah I also I have to add I'm not I, I, of course, I know the broad strokes of the Civil War due to I live on this continent and whatever. Yeah. But, right. like, I don't know the terminology super well. So at the beginning, when Jake's grandpa was like, we're fighting the rebels, I was like, is Jake's grandpa a Confederate soldier? <laughs> oh, no. What is this going to be? Oh, no. Which side is he on? Because <laughs> ah! I didn't know. Because I hear rebels and I think probably the other side. But right. it turns no. out I was wrong. That's natural. So it, it, um, I had to look threw, it up. I had to look it, it up. Even as even as an American, it did throw me for a loop temporarily Same. because when they said they said listen, when they said we need to keep this town in union hands, I took that like like labor union, like like fucking uh, uh, disco. Like I, I played some disco Elysium. There's a union you have to deal with in that game. Um, and I just like that was on my mind until I realized, oh right, civil war, right, not right. like <laughs> not like the Stoneworkers Guild. <laughs> Um, wouldn't that be fun, though? Uh, uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, if Jake's great-great-grandpa had said laborers' rights instead of this... Yeah, whatever he ended up saying here, which was a sort of mealy mouth. well, it, <laughs> anti-racism is okay if it's war. Basically. Right, exactly. Um, um, there's a couple things that I liked. Like, Jake just... Uh, like, Jake's mom asks him to clear out the basement which is how we get this whole civil war connection because Jake's grandpa left Jake his union his uniform for some reason. Yeah. Um and then he like goes he looks at he finds a bunch of Tom stuff and just throws it in the garbage because he doesn't have a brother anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh no. <laughs> and we we find out that Axe just like hasn't looked Jake in the eye since playing Nuclear Chicken. Yeah. Um yes. That's going to I I'm I am uh I do not want to relish in the conflict of my children, but I am savor. I am excited for the moment when that boils over into something. Yeah, I did kind of enjoy the sort of like the sort of Jake's per, like very brief perspective we got from him, uh, which was something to the tune of, uh, "I he shouldn't have done that, but I know that being in a position similar to that would have fallen on my shoulders probably, so I'm glad I didn't have to do it, basically. Right, um, and I think he, he also even expresses pride Yeah, that, like, Axe did a thing, mm-hmm. um, but it's, like, but it still sucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> no yeah. one feels good about it, clearly. Um, uh, another thing I really enjoyed was, I think at one point, halfway through the book, I think, Marco ends up calling... Jake, Prince Jake, I think definitely sarcastically, but I did enjoy that on a different level. Um, did you also see? Did you also see the thing where Marco like bats his eyelashes oh, yes. and axe and is like, and, but then like two seconds oh later, my he's God, like, yes. two seconds like he bats his eyelashes and axe. He's like, oh, you're so you're so cute when you talk smart. Yeah. And then on the next page, he's like, oh, the Beavers have a cabin. Sounds good. Hot chocolate, Britney Spears, and like brandy. The brandy, girl, not the, the drink. girl, not the drink. It's like, okay, buddy. But also oh Britney God. Spears. Also Britney Spears, right? Also Britney Spears. Which is such a, what a gay crush to have. I know, Marco. right? Come on. Right? Um, there's a moment where, like, I misread a paragraph because, honestly, I was really trying to get through this book quickly because I was not having a good time. Um, there's a moment where they're lowering pork They, like, they dig trenches and then they put hork kids in the trenches to, like, plant spikes. 
Mm-hmm. But I read it as them just putting Hork Bajir kids in to act as pit traps. Like, oh, if they fall down on the kids, they'll fall on all their blades. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I, I saw the sentence where they were like, and then they pulled them back out. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Um, I think I think I really liked about this book, and it's it's consistently my favorite thing across this series. Is anytime the animorphs like have to work with humans for whatever reason, like I just I, I, I always have just such a soft spot for that. Like the the Marco book is like the Marco the last Marco book we did with his dad is like my favorite in the entire series because that's all that it is. Um, the scene at the camp where Jake turns into a tiger and Tobias turns into a hawk, and the, but, the camera which, is like, what the fuck? By the way, this is thrown away so quickly. They can morph clothes now. Oh, yes, yeah. they can. They can morph jeans. They can morph jeans. Um, and they, like... And this was the 90s, so those are huge this, jeans. Like, exactly. That's so much to work with. Oh. Um, can you imagine? There's, like... There's imagine? basically campers, like, camping in the warpath, and they're like, we're going to go scare them off with lies, but then they fail their, uh, like... Their, uh... Deception, deception checks, checks. Yeah, three yeah, times yeah. in a row and are like fuck it i'm morphing and rolling intimidation also fails but with a uh advantage advantage yeah like <laughs> and they're like oh actually this we're all camping because we post on a star trek board together and then we're, we we want to fight with you against the bad aliens because we love star trek um and also by the way there's like two adults and 10 kids Animorphs. I Let's just, recruit like, more children to our war. I just like, so I like don't mind, or actually kind of quite like like the sort of like, well, we have to tell normal people about this now, like that sort of energy. Yeah. But also, a bunch of fucking nerdy ass Trekkies is the worst possible thing. And the fact that Jake they was just like, like well, sure, we need the manpower. I'm like, from from these like, um, muscleless like gangly like. Like nerd kids, yeah. Like they're not they they like Star Trek. They're not gonna help you. And then one of them dies. The, the dad, like dies. there's a there's like a dad who's like, oh shit, you mean we could like die die? Yeah, Fuck like, this, after, kids. After, let's like, go. And the kids are like, no, they need our help. And the dad retreats and he dies. And it's like cool. <laughs> Yeah, it's like none of it is good. <laughs> I just want to jump back a second because I really just wanted to uh, just take a moment to just share the collective idea of envisioning like a, a horse morphing into a human, but the first thing to morph on it are Jinko jeans. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> just, um, <sighs> yeah. Do you, think the gene, do you think the jeans like morph with the body or they're just like there when they're done? Um, they must. I mean, like, we're going you... by the covers. <laughs> right. Are, the, so that is so troubling to me because jeans is not DNA. <coughs> no. Uh, actually, I think you'll find that jeans are DNA. Uh, no. I guess, but I guess I have to go. Like, like, oh, because they spell because of the homonym. Yeah. Mm. Comedy. Mm. Mm. I've, been doing, I've been doing crosswords. I'm into wordplay now. Mm. <laughs> Not an excuse. Not an excuse for bad behavior. Fuck off. How about the fact that I'm having to do the straw burrito? Is that an excuse? None of it is an excuse. It's all bad. 
Um, <laughs> I a, am the bad things I do. <laughs> there's a moment where um, one of the Trekkies, like, takes a picture of the hork after being told, hey, this all has to be private. And Jake just completely straight-faced reaches into his bag, pulls the camera out, rips the film out of the camera, puts the camera back in, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, 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 uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You got it. Yeah, none of these people are trustworthy. (laughs) No. You can't trust UFO nerds. You just can't. Um, 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 a thing I, a thing I did not know about this until I went on to Seropedia to check this out. Uh, the, the morph that he uses, the morph that Visor 3, well, Vis- FKA Visor 3, uh, uses in this fight, in this book is the same as the one he used in the very first book. Oh. I wondered, because Jake does mention that he hasn't seen that morph since it all began. So I was wondering when that had happened, and that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Uh, the, when, 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 <laughs> when Jake morphs a beaver, here's the sounds. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, I, I skimmed it. I did not even look at it. I'm so excited. These are, the sounds go like this. Swazoop. Thwump. Ping, 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 ping. Poot, poot. Thwump. <laughs> That's how it sounds to turn into a beaver. <laughs> the poots are really something. Poot. To deal ping, with. Ping, ping, ping. <laughs> Does that tickle you? Yeah. <laughs> I also like when they knock down a tree, but they do it wrong, and Rachel's like, <laughs> she just turns into a bear to move the tree, and the real baby beavers are like, fuck this, and they leave. Imagine being those beavers. You're like, this fucking, this huge bear just came and moved our tree for us. They're like, what the hell? Wouldn't this book be so much better if it was just, like, 150 pages of fun with beavers? Just a bunch yes. of beaver fun. so much better. Oh, that would be great. Man. But instead, we have to spend half of this book in civil with the Civil War. Which, like, I honestly don't even feel like we need to talk about. Because it literally is just, like, every single time they go back, it's them being, like, Ooh, that general and all of his naughty men are coming. Um, yeah. And and I... then like the the Jacob who's like, <laughs> you should really write history textbooks, Seda. I think so. Uh, Jacob, who's sort of like the spokesman for like the formerly enslaved men, is like, we'd like to fight with you. And then the leader of the soldiers is like, you can't because of race. And then. They do that a thousand times until finally he says, actually, you can take yep. an oath with us. And then they fight and die. And that's it. That's the entire yep. plot. There, there is literally one thing that I want to note on. And it's just a line from that part that uh, that like jumped out at me. And it's when it's when uh, Isaiah, Jake's great, 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 great grandpa walks into the, the medical tent and just sees all like the corp, like the dying and dead bodies of his soldiers just the line, uh, uh, oh, I just lost it. Uh, the bodies of my deta- the bodies of my detachment lay motionless, packed tight in the tent like sleeping sardines. I, that yeah. line just jumped out at me, and that's I it. I mean, it that's wasn't it. badly written. It was just fucking boring. Yeah. Well, the problem yeah. is it was written like war stories are written, and I can't stand them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... It really, like, I'm also sick, so I'm just extra bratty, and I no, was just like, No, you're totally ah. right. Because it's, the thing is, it's like, 
any war with a trench in it is like gross. Like it's so gross and you just feel gross <laughs> reading about it. Um, and then you've got, you have to contend with like civil war, race politics, racism for kids, basically. Yeah. Like, like let's, let's make the civil war. Let's show kids that the civil war was, uh, bad <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. Um, it's a shame because I think this book has some interesting stuff that it does with like Jake seriously gripping with his with like the futility of everything that's happening right now and like that's kind of like the, there's been like a pallor over these last couple of books because the like the full scale war that the Yerks have begun to launch right um but like Jake gripping with his like the fact that he's fighting what he sees as a losing battle and like coming to grips with his mortality I, the, the end of this book actually hit me pretty hard right I, he like. At the end of this book, he returns home having, like, kind of won that fight in the valley, and he closes his grandpa. He closes grandpa's book, uh, and he says, "How would my last page end? Or how would my last page read? How would my story end? I hope I have done my best." Yeah, I whispered, closing the book. Me too. Like, I think there's a lot in here. I think there's some yeah. there's vestiges of good in here, but it's just completely tanked by the Civil War shit. Yeah, right. I guess like that stuff could be interesting, I guess, but like it could have happened in any book. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like the I guess B plot of this book does not lift up the A plot at all. It like weighs it down, um, which is obviously yeah. not its intention. It's like we're clever. We can draw historical parallels, and I'm like, yeah, war sucks. Like it's. I feel like even even if they still wanted to for some reason I don't does it say that he's like a great 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 because I don't think he would be that many generations behind right I think it's just a Uh, I I think it's just a great grandfather or I'm saying great a whole bunch of I don't exactly know what uh, no I was just I was just curious if it actually said um um Isaiah Fitzhenry if they if they wanted Jake to find Isaiah's journal and then like be reading it while they're like setting up for this terrible trench war sure you know like have your parallels for some stuff not for other stuff right Um, yeah and like and talk about the futility and like how dirty and dangerous it is and how you lose people and like some battles just aren't even meant to be won and what does that mean for the war for sure whatever do that okay but Oh my god, the time travel. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad and it and it yeah. just feels like I get it, you know? Like Yeah. Like you said it it is the B plot they're telling is not a complicated story. And honestly, the A plot has a lot more going on and I feel like it is not it it almost feels like the B plot, but maybe it's just cuz I was so like am I really reading this while reading this <laughs> the, like back to the future parts or whatever. Um uh so I I looked it up by the way. Uh um, so Grandpa G, which is Jake's uh, grandfather, is uh, was the great great nephew of Isaiah Fitzhenry, the Civil War guy. So that makes him like five generations above Jake, I think, which would make him his great 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 something uncle. Well, it's hmm. a nephew great, though. Great, great I don't know uncle? how that. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> oh yeah, uncles, uncles. Oh yeah, uncles. <laughs> oh yeah, uncles. <laughs> Um, I. What were you you were saying about the about the about the B plot that you were like I can't even believe I'm reading this. Well, it was just it just felt so much louder than the A plot. Um, yeah. It, with less going on, 
um, and less like like I I understood the the dynamics that were happening like it was not complicated. I mean, I it, feel it, like they were like let's let's we've given enough to like the dinosaur kids as an entryway let's give some to the weird kids who are really into the civil war i guess <laughs> to get i guess that's fine <laughs> right i guess that's like fine or whatever it's yeah it's not i guess it's not inherently like a horrible decision to make it's just a decision that i don't like and also i feel like the things they had to say about real people and like racism is like a little sloppy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I just, <laughs> I just want to, um, just a couple of things. I'm looking at Seropedia just for some stuff. I'm reading the Goofs and Inconsistencies tab uh, uh, subsection. There's this really good sentence here, which is just, however, Tobias is aware of Star Trek. Ah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, also, uh, a thing from the, uh, maybe this is just me being, comp- maybe this is just me just having missed it. Um, one of the major highlighted events in here is listed as it is revealed that Jara Hami and Kev Halpeck have conceived another child. I do you yeah, that? It is. Yeah, okay, they okay. they like they I think they point out at the end that like um, there's a baby mm-hmm. um and that the baby survived, mm-hmm. which is sweet, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I mean that no, that is sweet. Like yeah, good, yeah, yeah. good for that baby. I'm happy yeah, for the job, family. Baby. But like <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, oh, I get uh, it. Marco, Marco does call uh, artist formerly known as Visser 3 the Earl of Evil, which I do love. He's it's like, great. like the Visser 3, 1, Visser 1, what's his? Visser 1. Estil? Esplin? Esplin comes over. Can you tell me that echoey, that file of me saying Esplin in a really echoey way? Yeah, of course. For whoever Um... Esplin like comes over the ridge dramatically as his like fire hydra spitting fire everywhere, mm-hmm. and Marco's like, "Huh, well, it's not a party if the Earl of Evil isn't here." <laughs> and I was like, "Hell yes, hell yes, hell yes." Honestly, um, Marco, whenever he was showing up, truly was firing on all cylinders in this book. Um, yeah. In a way, I really appreciated. So thank you, Marco, for and like being yourself. I know that I feel like I was probably a little flippant earlier. So like. Richard, the one of the few adults in this group of Trekkies, let his kids stay and which now that I'm thinking about it, he just let his kids stay and fight a war while he left, which is fucked up. Um, and like the kids survive, and then the dad dies, and my notes literally just get all caps, like Jesus Christ, the kids who stayed to fight, uh huh, remember them? Their dad died, um, and like they, so we like see everybody like recovering, like the wounded are being bandaged and like put on carriers and like whatever. And then we just see these two human kids like staring off into the middle distance because they just fought in a war and their dad died. Okay. Animorphs. Like you, these humans, these weak, nerdy, like gangly noodle armed humans didn't need to be here. Jake could have just said no louder right you become a tiger and just like growl it they will run away <laughs> trick them trick them tell them oh we need you most with your big trekky brains to go do go, go do something else in town as backup we need that very badly thank you you'll be our uh star trek reference holodeck <laughs> something yeah you'll uh, be our bridge you'll side. be our bridge yeah it is it is like go post go go post to fight off the evil right yeah (laughs) it is like 
the 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 moral of the story is war has casualties of like people who are not soldiers. But the thing is, these people truly didn't need to be involved. Um, we're not adding anything to the fight and um, did not seem to materially affect the outcome in any sort of way. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Per, per, uh, there's like a, a snippet of like Jake just mentioned it. Like the, uh, uh, what were the kids' names? Emily and Lewis, I think. Yeah. It's yeah. like Emily and Lewis up in the trees with the hork bajir just fucking it up with the spears. I mean, yes, but those could have also been, uh, I mean, it's, <laughs> someone died. Someone... <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it is, it's, it feels so entirely avoidable. Um, and I think I think it's it's especially jarring off the back of last book, which made this point so much better. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that that people who are not directly involved are going to die. And technically, yes, those people were largely armed forces, um, and maybe they wanted to be like also civilians. But like, it was like the the moment where the 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 kid who helped Marco dies in the last book is like burned into my brain was so yeah. effective. Right. And like yeah. I my takeaway from this one was mostly like fucking Richard. Yeah. <laughs> how did he how did he even fuck up hiding? Right. <laughs> oh my god. Well, well remember remember the thing that he said remember uh when because um Jake is uh when like at the pre battle speech, Jake is like, if there is a wounded, make sure to get them to safety. Uh if there are if, but if the dead must be left, and if you if the if they if someone is killed, you must leave them on the battle till a, the battlefield till afterwards. And Richard bounds up and like still wearing his like bright yellow vest. Yeah. Mentions and he's like, uh, "Mister, you just mean like stunned or captured, right? When you say killed." And he just like Jake just like I'm imagining. You remember in Spider Verse where where Miles puts his hand on Gwen's shoulder and says, "Hey, yeah." I'm just imagining, like, I'm just imagining Jake doing that to someone who's like a, a half a foot taller than him and being yeah. like. I mean killed. <laughs> I mean killed. It is. You die in real life, Richard. It's so crazy because Jake could have not possibly been more clear about that at the get-go. Um, right. Because he's like, yeah, violence and, like, casualties. He's, like, so clear about it. He does not mince words. Um, but Richard's like, do 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 It's just like in my fan fiction. And I'm like, <laughs> you're in a... So it would be one thing if this was, like, a teenager, you know? Uh, te- like historically with yeah. like bad senses of their own mortality and like uh, you know whatever but this is a but grown this is an adult man with, two with children, children who are who are okay. old enough that he can't that he just lets them be like he doesn't just scoop them up and is like no kids we're not doing war today and they're like dad he's like stop doing war or, and well or i'll take away your uh n64 and they're like no dad we'd like to do a war and he's like okay <laughs> Um, uh, N- sixty war. Thank you. Uh-huh. Um, You're welcome. So okay, here I got a, I got a theory for you. Richard didn't die; faked his death. Okay, is that it? Twenty years later, well, not that one, not that much later. Probably like a couple years later, starts a fan site for the Animorphs. Uh huh. Calls it Richard's Animorphs Forum. <gasps> Oh my, oh, god. my god. oh my god! Oh my god! You have ripped this whole thing wide fucking open. <laughs> Listen, the clues all match up. That's all why. Zero that's them. why he's so insistent on telling their story. It says retribution for his cowardice when he could have helped them. Yeah, and also yeah. abandoning his fucking children. <laughs> yeah. By the way, those kids are just like gonna go home and be like, "Hey, mom, no, dad's not coming home. No further details." Like, 
Yeah. Or like, is 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 mom gonna be like, is mom gonna find out the whole story? Sorry to be so heteronormative. Maybe it's another man as well. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's gonna go home to Richard's spouse, and the spouse is gonna be like, "So your dad left you to die, huh?" And they're gonna be like, "Yeah, but he died instead." The spouse is gonna be like, "I have conflicting feelings about this." <laughs> it's because it, it's like. I mean, are you, do you go to the police about that or, because ostensibly a murder has occurred, right? But it's an alien murder, but are you, but if like, I believed in aliens, but if my children told me my spouse was murdered by aliens, I would, I would not believe them inherently, right? Like I wouldn't, it would yeah. be like, possibly but let's contact the authorities about this because my spouse is dead and has ostensibly been murdered so what is i it's just very troubling like there's a lot there's so many consequences to this and i feel like it's not really brought up beyond the idea that damn sucks that someone died right Yeah. yeah i hope that emily and lewis join the gang now Really, um, like, late-term additions. That would be pretty sick. Yeah. Just just useless children who like sci-fi. Yeah. Come be in our war, please. Yeah. Remember you made one choice about being in war? Well, so did we, and now we're in war forever, and we're passing it along to you. Congrats. Sorry. Yay, fun. Sorry, I, I, I just went to Seropedia uh, for the Carpenters, just their entry. Um <clears throat> Uh, this is the second paragraph. However, Richard did not quite understand what Jake meant and thought that killed and, and thought that killed meant stunned or temporarily paralyzed or captured. Parentheses, despite Jake's warning about spilled guts, severed limbs, and psychological horror. Yeah. In parentheses. Right. Truly, truly, could not have been more clear. I, I don't think Richard, um, knows anything. Well, certainly not anymore. But uh, no. It's just. I, yeah, it, it feels, this book feels a little meal, not maybe a little mushmouth, but also like sort of like shrugging in the face of like last week's oh, book. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, like it just, I mean, it's like, remember well also, and it just doesn't land. I don't know. I I like a lot, I like, there's certain things I like quite a bit about this book. I like, love the beaver stuff. I can't emphasize Hell like yeah. how much I love the, the beaver stuff. The beavers are great. Um, the beaver stuff was so good. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's just troubled by a lot of other things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of, I, I got to admit, I was kind of disappointed to see, like, a book of this caliber in, like, the final ten. Like. Yeah. Burn, burn this shit in the 30s. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Um, they can't all be winners. Uh, uh, yeah. Is does anyone else have anything else left to say about this book? Let me just scroll through my notes real quick. Double check. <laughs> I'm trying to find a movie where the beavers are building a dam near camp. Important. And they, they're just—it's just asking me to watch the movies. Zombie beavers. Is it? Is it by? Is it? It's not by any chance. Camp Beaverton meet the beavers. Camp is it? Beaver. No, the the beavers are not main character. Okay. Then I have no idea. Here's a related search. The Zombievers cast. Bill Inter- Burr. Interesting. Uh, I'm so tired. <laughs> hey. All right, let's get, to, let's get to some questions, wrap this up, so Sadie can get to bed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a question here from uh, 
uh, apologies for mispronouncements, at Orba, Di- at Orba Dia Erin, who wants to know, what Star Trek races would each animorph be? I've not seen Star Trek. I've not seen Star Me Trek. <laughs> I know fuck. fuck all about Star Trek. Um, I'm, um, I might I be able to answer Klingons. this about Star Wars. <laughs> I know Klingons. I know the Borg. That's kind of it. Um, there's I know one... Officer Troy is some kind of alien, but I don't know what she is. There's the kind that Spock is. I think they're called Vulcans. Vulcans, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, okay, so just based off that, uh, I think... I, I think... Is Rachel, is Rachel being a... a um, uh, oh my god, I, I just said it, but I can't <laughs> out the word. I think they're all human, because humans also exist. <laughs> I mean that's fair, but like also Rachel would def would probably be the um. This is driving me. This is Klingon. The Klingon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But that also means that um, Jake has to be because they're related. Ah oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the thing. Jake can be Jake, Jake can be little Klingon as a treat. Mm, is it a treat though? No. No. Okay, but here's one. Here's one we definitely. Here's one I think at least at least you two will have unlocked because I don't. Um, at Hoovenly Evan wants to know, what D&D classes would each Animorph be? We, we've talked about this so many times. Uh, we, yeah, we almost started talking about it last week, didn't we? And then we were like, referred to previous episodes. <laughs> um, I don't remember what those, what those answers are. Uh, well, I think Jake Paladin, maybe, uh, uh, uh Cassie Fleck. Rachel Warrior? Barbarian. Uh, barbarian, for sure. Yeah. Marco Bard? Who's Bard? Yeah. Marco? Marco, Marco Bard. Yeah. Uh, Cassie Cleric. Tobias... Ra- or Druid. Or Dru- Druid is so much better, yeah. Is Tobias a ranger? Uh, that... uh, ranger, Druid, Monk. Yeah. Uh, Druid, Druid or Ranger? Warlock. Are... Warlock, if we're going sort of his emo roots. Warlock would be so fun, truly. <laughs> I think... I think that, yeah. Um, and his patron would be his Andalite dad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. His Dandalite. Mm-hmm. Dandalite. Listen, I, I'm all the way through this strawberita. You have to you have to be nice to Does me. Does alcohol make you pun? No. I, I think you might be learning something about yourself, which is that alcohol makes you pun. I mean, I was doing puns before I started drinking. <laughs> Yeah, but you seem to be more committed to them than you should be. You know what? You've got a point. Um, God, I'm fucked up off the strawberita. Um, I feel pretty good about our answers there. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I can commit to the, that that sort of vibe. Um, yeah. Any, any other questions? Nah, that'll do it. Cool, 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 cool. Hey, Sarah, if, if someone wanted to support the show... Uh, where would they go to support their the show to our show that we do to support well, if it? They just wanted to, well, if they if they wanted to follow us anywhere, they could go to uh, we're at the Wonder Yorks on Twitter, and I do we have a Tumblr? I can't remember. We do not. We're at, we're at the Wonder Yorks on Twitter, and we also have a Gmail. If you want to email us, I think we have that Gmail. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to support the podcast, fearbaiting, patreon.com slash fearbaiting mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is where you can go. One dollar a month gets you uh, bonus access. To, Early access to the episodes when we get them up early for both this and the, our sister podcast, Fear Baiting. Five bucks a month, get your name right on the podcast and a uh, Am I supposed mess- to be sending you Wonder Yorks episodes early if they're done? Oh. Because um, I've never done that. <laughs> Sorry, I can talk to you about that another time. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, 
Uh, I guess so. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't discussed that. Don't. That, so that's not on you. That's on me for not like saying anything. Okay. Um. So one dollar a month gets you uh, early access to our episodes when we get them done early. Five bucks a month gets you a message right on the podcast. Uh, get your message and name right on this podcast. Ten bucks a month you get to demand that we watch a movie. For fear baiting. Sorry, I'm, I'm really fucked up on the strawberry. It's okay. Um, Thank you very much to Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, Paul Bechtel, and Ducky Aisha. We love you all so much. Uh, if you want to find me on at SunHatGenia on Twitter, S U N H A T Z H E N Y A. That's also in my Twitch stream where I've been streaming a little bit more lately. Mild interjection that this was indeed recorded six full months ago, so please keep that in mind when time based adverbs are employed. Uh, oh, yeah, and also listen to me on, on Fear Baiting as well as Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which are both podcasts hosted under the noisespace.xyz umbrella thank you very much to matt gamecube our podcast overlord for that yes i think that's everything for me blair hey um it's really easy to find me online uh, i'm just blair kitch on twitter and that's it <laughs> hey seda <laughs> i've got diseases you can find me on twitter at nudity with an ea instead of a y you can listen to my other podcast where i solve problems with songs at musical mole on twitter and you can check out my music at gaygothvibes.online or pilotingtheanimal.bandcamp.com where i just released a 35 minute long song for record production month because i'm stupid oh fuck yeah <laughs> what, what was that i'm gonna listen to that I'm, I'm pulling that up right now what was the url uh pilotingtheanimal.bandcamp.com I'm releasing something on it every month this year, theoretically. Fuck yeah. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm going to listen to all that shit. <laughs> uh, I, is that everything? That is everything. Uh, we will... Awesome. I will ca- I'll, I'll, I'll carry us out. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm <laughs> where, the, where there was one set of focus. I'm just realizing I'm the only one who's, like, not ill or... <laughs> it's fine. Or fucked up on strawberryna. No, or illnesses. Um, uh, My brain's a strawberryna. <laughs> Hey, catch us again in two weeks with book 48. Um, but until then, I have been Blair. I'm Sarah. I'm Seda. Um, and remember, keep your hands keep your hand on, on the Escafil device. On the Escafil device. Yes, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Yeah, it, it helped that we only had about half a book worth of content to talk about.